Good afternoon. I'm Jeffrey Meldon, founder of Meldon Law, and welcome to Meldon Law and Friends. We are excited. We have a fabulous show for you today. And uh, before we get to uh, our special guests, I wanted to mention that the Lady Gators gymnastic team is taking off. They are just fabulous. Last week, they uh, beat Alabama in dramatic style. The first time a college program during the regular season had ever been on national TV. ABC covered it, and uh, uh, Meldon Law was there. We had a fan fest there and gave away uh, some great swag to the uh, young kids who were there with their moms and pops, and it was really a... uh, an amazing sold-out O-Dome. And uh, for those of you that have not been to a Gator Gymnastics event, please do it and do it soon. There's three more events uh, coming up. And by the way, uh, Meldon Law is going to be giving away tickets for the Arkansas meet coming up Friday, January 28th at 8 15 p.m. That's a Friday night, 8.15, and uh, I predict it's going to be another sold-out crowd because, <clears throat> because the Gators are hot. They're undefeated. They're playing uh, Georgia uh, f- uh, Friday, January 21st, and uh, the SEC is loaded with talent. Uh, also, uh, Meldon Law is giving away uh, free tickets for men's basketball. The Vandy game, uh, January 22nd at 1 p.m., a great opportunity to take the family. And uh, Oklahoma State is coming in the following week, January 29th, for a another Saturday game at 4 p.m. So uh, uh, there's plenty of seats available for men's basketball. Uh, go support our men's basketball team and uh, let's uh, see if we can get them into the SEC uh, championships at the end of the season. My guest today is Adrian Fletcher, uh, owner and head photographer at the Adrian Fletcher Photography uh, Studio. Welcome, Adrian. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is yes, really fun. Yes. And also, go Gators, right? No. Yeah. Now, you know, have you ever been to a women's uh, gymnastics? I event? haven't. My nieces have gone. And I'm very jealous that they've gone to go before me. Um, but I definitely watch the videos and, you know, keep up with them. And, yeah, that was really great that they beat, uh, that they won the last one. So. Yeah, Alabama. So, uh, anyhow, remember, if you go to uh, our Facebook page, Meldon Law, okay. you might be able to win uh, either right. a set of four tickets or two tickets. Wouldn't that be cool if you it could take your nieces? Are you guys listening? <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, I would definitely be the best auntie in town for yeah. sure. For sure, they love they love gymnastics. They love it. They really so, do. I mean, the line people were lined up uh, an hour and a half oh, before uh, the meet. I mean, it was so uh, incredible the energy. So uh, you've got a mission now. Okay, you've All got right. to take right. uh, your nieces to uh, a Gator gymnastics event. They are yeah. really cool. So. You do a lot of commercial photography. I do, yeah. Could you tell our uh, listeners and uh, our viewers a little bit about what does a commercial photographer do? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, and I sort of separate out commercial photography from branding, and I think other photographers may lump it in together. For me, commercial photography will be if a client calls and they say, we have this exact ad in mind, we need one image of the person doing this, another like this, they already kind of have a sense of what's needed. They're just missing those visual elements. Um, I, I categorize that as just a simple, basic commercial session. I go bring the lighting, bring the gear, bring the people. Um, unlike branding photography, that's a little bit more when somebody says, hey, I need a whole set of images for something. And that's usually going to encompass um, 
a whole set of images. It might get you three months worth of social media. It might be for a website rebrand. And it's going to be, uh, before we even talk about images, we're going to sit down and I'm going to ask you questions about your strategic plan. What is your core values? What are you trying to provide for your client? Who's your ideal client or customer? And so there's a lot more behind the scenes planning when I'm being approached for a branding session than just sort of a plain commercial session that just has hey, we need X, Y, Z, just come light it. We don't, we don't have the equipment to light it, get it done. Um, and so I really like doing both. I, my background's in marketing, and so I can speak to – I can always provide pretty images, right? I understand light. I can bring the gear. If you want pretty images, I can give you images. But the difference is because I have a, a background in marketing, I would rather those images be purposeful and meaningful – and provide value, hopefully to your bottom line, to your ROI. So we're going to make images that are impactful and then help you connect with that ideal client, um, not just be pretty. <laughs> so it sounds to me like you're trying to tell a story through photography. Absolutely, yeah. How, how do you go about uh, learning about uh, you know your clients and creating that story? Well, there's a lot that goes into um, – Branding, and actually, I I do this with a lot of types of headshots. I'll, I I do a small version of this, but when you um, when I first talk to my clients, there's a lot of. I guess we should start with what is branding, maybe, because there's a lot that encompasses branding, and then that's how I would approach it. So let's start with that. Let's Adrian, start with that. What right? is branding? <laughs> <laughs> um, so some people sort of interchange the words brand and branding. And I think that there's quite a distinction because a brand is more of what others think you do and think you provide and think who you are. And you don't have a lot of say in that versus branding is everything that you do to try to influence that. So where a brand is is uh, a set of sort of expectations and um, maybe relationships and stories and feeling that somebody gets when they make a decision to choose one product or service over another. Branding is everything that can go into that. So you can imagine that's quite critical because if you think that you're providing XYZ service but everybody feels like you provide ABC because you don't have good branding, like that's... That's a loose, there, loose. So there'd be a disconnect. There'd be a huge disconnect, yeah. So, you know, let's use the example of Coca-Cola and Pepsi. That's probably, you know, is yeah. uh, Coca-Cola may be the most uh, well-branded uh, product out there, right? Yeah. And if you, I think if you said both of those names to most people, they have a kind of a different feel and idea for each of those products. Now, yes, they may prefer one to the taste, but really, you know, if you think Coca-Cola, you start thinking uh, like the polar bear or the the glass bottle, sort of the, the so, some of those vintage commercials that they always bring back. Um, and Pepsi just has such a different look and feel. So anything that you do that helps provide some sort of that that helps determine what people think of you goes into branding, and um, it's. It's important to get that right because it establishes credibility and loyalty and um, it helps humanize your brand when you're really lined up. Um, it's going to, honestly, at the end of the day, if you have really good branding, it's going to increase the network of the the net worth of the business. So if you ever decide to retire and you have a well-established brand, that's, that's uh, really helpful. Um, but... There's a lot that goes into – you you can't just wing it, right? Um, and it starts – I mean, most people think branding and they're thinking, oh, the logo, uh, maybe the font, the colors. But when's the last time you purchased a service or product because you thought the logo looked cool, right? There's there's so much more that goes into your decision-making. Although you, you do need to pay attention to detail, so yeah. you want a top-notch logo. Yes. You definitely Correct. do. It, I think some people make, you know, as a business owner, you have 8,000 hats to worry about. And sometimes people get stuck on the logo and forget about, but your core values and your ideal client and uh, your story of why you're even doing what you're doing get lost. And those are just as important to make sure that, you know, you're, you're actually providing the service that you want. 
I think it's an easy, small thing that people are like, oh, they get niched into it. I have to get this right or nobody will buy my product. And it's like, well, there's a lot more to think about. And like you said, it, it, the details matter. So color choice and font do play into the tone that you're setting, but you can't forget about the whole reason, your whole mission to do what you're doing and making sure that all of your messaging is lining up and all of your imaging is matching up and saying these one, you know, everything is cohesive. And that's, that's what branding is. Well, at Melden Law, you know, we like to talk about a unique value proposition. Some, mm-hmm. Right, it, yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, some people call it unique sales proposition, but we call it a value proposition because we think it encompasses more than uh, just selling. You're trying to uh, let people know uh, your product uh, is unique mm-hmm. and has value, mm-hmm. and that um, we, you are going to uh, have a better experience with us than you will other people. So if you're Pepsi and you're trying to create a unique value proposition versus Coca-Cola, what are some of the things you go, uh, you do to uh, figure out, uh, you know, uh, what to do next? Well, you're first going to see who your ideal, like what are your goals, right? What are you, what what are your overall like your mission, if you um, and your values and your goals, and then from your general strategic goals, what are your marketing goals, and who's your ideal client, and what do they want, and listen to that, and then you can start creating uh, those things, right? Because you want to listen to if you uh, Donald Miller has a lot of books on on sort of this topic and kind of as uh, you pointed out. You need to figure out the problem you're trying to solve for someone. You know, they can go and get a soda wherever. Why do they need a Pepsi soda? What's going to be different about the Pepsi soda that they can't get from Coca-Cola or the RC Cola or the generic store Cola? And so listening to, well, who exactly is my ideal customer? Is it the is it the baby, baby boomer that maybe... Um, has been used to seeing the logo everywhere and um, has, they're going to have a whole different lifestyle than if you're going for like the Gen Z's, right? So if you don't know that first question of who you're trying to provide for, you're never going to be able to get anywhere because then you're just, you know, spraying and praying is what I call it, right? (laughs) Well, also um, you have a differentiated market. So um, in one uh, type of uh, either photograph or, or I call we can call it a commercial, um, you're going to appeal to one market segment. In another, you're going to appeal to a different market segment. Mm-hmm. So when you're shooting, you're doing a shoot, um, you need to be aware of all the different market yes. segments, yeah. correct? Yeah, absolutely. So things that go into planning for these type of images are going to be all of the above, right? Like, what are your colors? Because if we're trying to plan cohesion in 90 images that are all different um, things, it could have people, it could be kind of a stock photography for your business, there needs to be some sort of cohesion, right? So it's going to be either um, underlying themes or it's going to be and or the color or the lighting, and so you can bring all these elements. So there's that visual part of it. But then it's, again, who are those ideal clients or customers. Well, if we can make um, a really good, I know in sort of marketing industry, they like to call it avatars, client avatar, but for lack of a better term, you know, an ideal client, you might have various ones, but you need to know who they are, what they do, where they shop, what are some of their behaviors, so that when you're creating these images, even if you've got a set for, um, let's say, I have Uh, stay-at-home moms that I really like to target, and then um, young professionals between the ages of 35 and 45, and then maybe uh, young grandmothers who are wanting to spoil their grandchildren. Well, they have three different kinds of habits and lives, but if I drill down to what resonates with them, then I can create these images and messaging that resonates with each time instead of just doing a bunch of images that maybe will hit people in all of those things, right? And and you kind of have no direction, and and you hope one of them sticks with somebody and that they'll like your stuff. <laughs> well, um, 
We are going to go to a short break, Adrian, okay. and uh, we're very excited to uh, talk about marketing. It's one of my passions, and uh, I love having somebody who's as knowledgeable as you are on the uh, show. Uh, we're going to be back in 60 seconds on Melden Law and Friends. We are here at the University of Florida, where Albert and Alberta are competing in the Gator Penalty Shootout. Albert is ready to stop the shot at all costs. What a disaster! Luckily, Melton Law is the only official warfare partner of the Florida Gators. If you have suffered any injury, do not worry because Melton Law is going to help you with your recovery. Melton Law doesn't back down until they reach their goal! We still hear it. The sound of victory. The joy of being part of something great. And while things may not be the same right now, we haven't gone anywhere. If you bleed orange and blue, then Melden Law is the firm for you. Welcome back to Melden Law and friends. And we have Adrian Fletcher with us today a uh, great uh, specialist in uh, uh, photography and in particular um, corporate work, both uh, uh, doing corporate photos and uh, branding uh, with uh, companies. Uh, Remember, go to Melden Law Facebook in order to get uh, your tickets for, we got Gator Gymnastics, January 28th against Arkansas, Friday night, men's basketball. The next, uh, let's see, Saturday, January 22, Vandy. And uh, we have Oklahoma State, January 29th at 4 p.m. And uh, Melden Law give, is giving away four sets of four tickets and two tickets for uh, all those events. So uh, don't forget that. And uh Saturday mornings at 10.30 on the sky, 97.3 FM. Uh, We are in our 20th year of uh, Meldon Law Talk Live, so uh, that's uh, always a fun show. And uh, stay in touch with us uh, anytime on uh, our Facebook page. There's always uh, giveaways, and uh, we want to share our hookup with the Florida Gators. We are the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators in the whole uh, galaxy. So uh, it's uh, very exciting to um, have that uh, position. So, uh, Adrian, we were talking about, uh, you know, what's going on in in photography. And I know in the last, you know, 10 to 15 years, social media has, like, become a dominant uh, part of that. It used to be okay, you're going to do some TV or radio spots and uh, maybe some people wanted some print and mm-hmm. uh, that was mm-hmm. about it, right? Yep, yep. And uh, it's, yeah. so let's talk about the changes that are occurring uh, in, in the way that um, companies uh, brand are, you know, branded, uh, yeah. how you assist them in creating the branding that they want to uh, put out into the uh uh, through the media. Yeah. So one of the really um, big things that has just taken off is um, influencer marketing, which is this trend of companies using everyday people that happen to have large followings to promote um, their brands. And it's usually retail or consumer packaged goods, those kind of things. And um, it's been fascinating. It used to be that, you know, you just use celebrities, right? Um, and now you can use everyday people for that. And so I have been, uh, I just find it really fascinating to see this trend evolve. And now there are whole platforms online that can connect businesses to influencers. So this is fascinating. But it brings um, up two sort of important things about some of the things that you can control on your side in terms of branding. And one is, again, humanizing your brand and having that very, um, the deeper connections with your ideal clients and customers, Um, meaning now you can't just have like an ad, right? 
you have to have, there's got to be more besides your brand. People are used to seeing ads, they're used to spotting them, and they kind of flip through them very quickly. So now there's got to be more to it. And the way that I plan with clients when we're talking about branding is usually we need images to show who you are, what you provide, whether it's a product or service, and then images that uh, how is your ideal client or customer, uh, what does it look like them using your service or them using your product? They need to be able to see other people like them um, using it or doing it or having your services or things like that so that they can... So that they can be like, oh yeah, that looks like a good fit for me. So that's where I can come in and help and and break down those sort of parts and making sure that mm -hmm. you're providing. You're not always talking about you, but more importantly, hide, highlighting your ideal customer and like how is their experience and how do we turn that. So in images, when it if you, obviously influencer marketing is big, you can find if you're in retail, find people to promote your products. However. If you're in a service or if when you're working on the images that are going outbound, um, that's going to be thinking about, again, who's your ideal person? Let's make sure they're in the images. So I, when sometimes, especially small businesses, they're like, okay, we want to have a, a few images with a, with a customer, you know, customer interaction image. Fantastic. But then they bring their mom because their mom's retired and they are selling something for, I don't know, teeny boppers. And I'll say, you know, this isn't going to work, guys. Like we need teeny boppers in the, in, the, in the shoot. And so you need to be able to sort of break down um, what's going to resonate. I mean, we've, we've said this already, but what's going to resonate with your ideal client and making sure you're showing that. So in, in our world as a law firm, one of the most important concepts that we always try to be aware of is uh, trust. Mm. That uh, yeah, if you become, you know, a, uh, a trusted brand within the market based on what you do and what you have done, then you're more likely to create that top-of-the-mind awareness mm -hmm. that's essential mm -hmm. when people are making choices. Yeah. So what you're trying to do with uh, influencers is to create some kind of affinity between the, uh, the, the influencer uh, who it winds up being a testimonial, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know, there's this interesting mix that you can do because trust looks different ways for diff different people, right? So, yeah, there are certain types of people or ages of people where they're more likely to trust um, some people that they don't even know, but that they follow on Instagram or wherever, and they, they put a lot of trust in, in whatever they say. There are other types of people or generations of people where um, knowing someone, so like if their friend went to you, that establishes more trust to them than if they saw something online. They don't care about these things online, right? So you have to identify, again, like who you who's your ideal client or customer, what's important, and what, what does trust look like for them, and then use your marketing to respond accordingly because again, if you're, if all of your, uh, and again, you have to kind of identify who's important, but if your ideal client is very much somebody who's going to be the word of mouth type of person and all your advertising is on TikTok, they're never going to see you and you're never going to establish credibility with you. So we could do TikToks all day and that's never going to happen. Well, Adrian, it's very interesting because trust has changed in all industries. Mm. For example, um, in the uh, legal industry, uh, it was much more um, referrals from other lawyers to lawyers that specialized in one thing. Mm. However, now uh, the majority of decision-making is taking place without a client getting a referral from another lawyer. Mm. It's more uh, using uh, uh, friends, social media. They, mm. they may go on, uh, you know, on Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, yeah. uh, and com uh, communicate with people who uh, may or may not have expertise as far as <laughs> choosing, right? That's right. That's so interesting. You're right. Every neighborhood now has a Facebook page and people ask their neighbors. Um, but uh, you bring up a good point of this, the change of what's 
important and also what's an establishing trust. Another trend that I'm um, always fascinated with is um, how consumers have uh, put a lot more importance onto businesses, especially big ones, on sort of their corporate social responsibility or their environmental impact in a way that just wasn't as significant before. And so now you have companies who say, you know, whatever, buy our product and we and we donate shoes to something or we'll we'll plant a tree in your name and and um somebody high up had to run the numbers of like for every free PDF download that we plant a tree for let's say it costs us fifty cents to plant a tree, we might get one person out of a hundred to book the bigger thing and then that's worth it to us, right? So somebody's running the numbers that and realizing that Although we think of corporate responsibility sometimes as an expense, somebody's running numbers that are like, oh, actually, this is a marketing, you know, it's, it's like running an ad, except for it's actually doing good for society. You know, one, one of the things that I believe is that it has to be done authentically. Yeah, absolutely. Right, because if it's an afterthought, oh, like we're doing this, oh, we're so good, people read through that you know, now. You know? We're very proud of Melden Law. We've been giving away um, scholar-athletes uh, scholarships now for, uh, we're in our 25th year. And we have given away yeah. over 600 scholarships throughout North Central Florida. And when we did it, um, you know, we did it because we thought it was the right thing to do. Um, and certainly, you know, we followed it up with our Law Talk Live program and give, uh, producing many consumer guides that we give away for free to people. Um, so when I talk with our uh, marketing department, I always uh, try to emphasize, try to do things authentically rather than manipulate the market. Well, and it, it comes back to what is your purpose, right? And um, for example, as a photographer, when I'm often a problem solver and the solution to the problem may not always be images or images with me, but I if I can help a potential client or a current client solve whatever problem they have, whether or not they use me doesn't matter because I'm still doing what's important to me, which is solving this problem for them. And so it's the same thing is if you're actually and a side note, when I was in high school, I remember your uh, scholarship. <laughs> um, so I know it's been around for a while because I will not date myself uh, on graduation, but uh, I do remember it. Um, but so finding those things that are meaningful to you and provide meaning to the community, not as a way to um, necessarily boost the brand, but because you feel it's the right thing to do for your brand in a way that, that provides meaning. Those are the things that establish trust without feeling, I don't know, icky or forced or... Okay, kind of we are getting know? to the end of oh, this section. Yes. Oh, no. Now, however... <laughs> How do people reach Adrian Fletcher Photography? Probably the website's the easiest, and that's www.adrianfletcher.com, A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E-F-L-E-T-C-H-E-R.com. So, so go to adrianfletcher.com, dot com. Yeah. and Adrian will be glad to talk with you. She isn't going to charge you to get on the phone and it's see true. what your needs I'll are, your help off. you out. And she has a, um, a wealth of uh, experience in helping businesses grow in the right way. And I yeah, think that's, that's the most important thing to remember when you're uh, hiring a professional to assist you. You want to make sure that you hire somebody that uh, is in sync with uh, what your goals and objectives are. So get, go to adrianfletcher.com, uh, Adrian Fletcher Photography. If you Google it, you'll probably get there. Yeah. And uh, I want to thank you very much. Oh, uh, this thank is you. a fascinating this is so fun. Uh, interview. I feel like we could go on for another 45 <laughs> minutes at least. Uh, and we're going to take a short uh, break right now, and then we'll be back on Melvin Law and Friends. When you're a member of the Gator Nation, you know what it means to never back down. Melvin Law has been a proud supporter of the Gator Nation since 1971. 
two forces that won't back down. As the old saying goes, if you can't beat them, join them. Albert, Alberta, I understand you were witnesses to a crash. Can you tell us about the accident? When you're in a crash, it's important to get witness statements immediately after the accident. Whether you're in a car, truck, motorcycle, scooter, or even a golf cart accident, at Meldon Law, we won't back down. The Gator Nation will be the first to tell you that in all kinds of weather, we all stick together. Which is why Melden Law is honored to be the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. We hope you never find yourself the victim of a serious accident. But if you do, our team is here for you. Gators won't back down from a fight. And neither do we. Oh my gosh, I can't even believe this. Look! Look what you have done to my truck! Excuse me, it's your fault, it's not my fault. Yes, it is your fault! I am calling Jeffrey Meldon from Meldon Law. So I'm going to call Jeffrey, my husband. Meldon Law, this is Jeffrey speaking. Jeffrey! This guy's here! This guy's here! He might... New client? Yes, but this one might be a little tricky. We still hear it. The sound of victory the joy of being part of something great. And while things may not be the same right now, we haven't gone anywhere. If you bleed orange and blue, then Melden Law is the firm for you. We are here at the University of Florida, where Albert and Alberta are competing in the Gator Penalty Shootout. Albert is ready to stop the shot at all costs. What a disaster. Luckily, Mountain Law is the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. If you have suffered any injury, do not worry, because Mountain Law is going to help you with your recovery. Mountain Law doesn't back down until they reach their goal. Welcome back to Melden Law and Friends. I'm Jeffrey Melden, founder of Melden Law, and we're very excited to have a, a great second guest on the show today, uh, someone who uh, I'm very partial to, uh, Yolanda Means, who's uh, one of the bright young attorneys who uh, works at Melden Law and is part of our uh, team uh, before we get to that, I just want to remind everybody, go to Melden Law's Facebook page, just Melden Law Facebook, and we have all these great ticket giveaways for the women's gymnastics, for uh, the men's basketball team, and uh, they're free uh, sets of four tickets, two tickets, and uh, actually for the women's gymnastic event coming up on uh, January uh, 28th, against Arkansas, we're giving away a set of four tickets and a $100 gift certificate to Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, where we are broadcasting from today, as always. Uh, another set of two tickets uh, with a $50 gift certificate. So uh, score your tickets and uh, get out here to this fabulous uh, museum and restaurant. Uh, it really, if you, if you all haven't been out here, you need to get here. It's one of a kind. Uh, the food is all uh, farm to table. And uh, Freddie Wiebe, the uh, managing partner here, will tell you where every piece of beef is from, which farm in our local area. Uh, I was here last week, and man, I had the lamb, uh, the lamb chop. What a great lamb chop! I found out it was only, it's only served at Michelin, uh, you know, top restaurants. Uh, somehow, Spurs was able to uh, uh, score uh, the contract to get it shipped down here from Pennsylvania. Um, most of the stuff is local farm, so um, I always try to uh, make sure. 
that uh, we tell our listeners and viewers all about what's going on here at Spurrier's. You'll have a great time. Our first, our first guest, uh, Adrian Fletcher, talked about uh, photography and marketing, and now uh, we have our second guest, Yolanda Means, who's uh, an attorney at Meldon Law. Welcome to the show, Yolanda. Thank you for having me. Good. Anyhow, the, when when we interviewed uh, Yolanda several months ago, uh, the most uh, fascinating I, thing I found out uh, was that your family's been here in the Alachua County area for six generations. Six Is that generations, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a little around. bit about that. What do you know about the history of your family? Well, my great, great great-grandfather. Uh, his name is Major Reddick. He uh, was brought to Archer, Florida and um, acquired some land. He was freed as a slave. I believe he was nine years old. Um, and in Archer, Florida, he grew up to become a reverend and he conducted a lot of the marital ceremonies in the area. Um, and he did that before his expiration. Um, additionally, my family uh, acquired some land and I believe it was donated to the church in Archer, Archer Florida. And um, that is where they're, they're preserving a cemetery that's been around since the 1800s. And um, they're still finding bodies. Um, <laughs> it's very interesting. It's actually on its way to become a, a historical site. Um, we're working with the University of Florida to make that happen. Um, so my family's been around for a very long time, so especially since the 1800s. And that cemetery uh, holds a lot of history. Um, and there, I believe he's buried there as well. Now, uh, are there still a lot of uh, relatives of yours uh, around the uh, Alachua County area? Yes, yes. My family all over now, but a lot of us still reside in Alachua County, uh, most of them in Archer, uh, some in Newberry, um, as well as Gainesville and the surrounding areas. So that must be really um, exciting having that much, uh, you know, history tied to uh, what, you know, what's going on in uh, Alachua County, um, do you have, when you get together for family reunions, do you, do you ever, uh, you know, find out stories that uh, you'd never heard before? Yes, I do, but I'm very, very family-oriented, so I know a lot of the uh, family history. Uh, my great-grand, well, actually, my grandfather was born in 1925, so I was able to preserve a lot of the information that I was, you know, that was passed down through him and his mom, she was born in 1900. So um, I was actually alive for a few years uh, while she was present. Um, however, I believe she passed away in 1995. Um, so my grandfather taught me a lot, and I was able to retain all of that information. Uh, my family also has has um, a cemetery that we currently own in Archer, Florida. So I'm, I was able to uh, go around, get the names of those individuals. That's been around for decades. Um, so I, I know a lot of my family's history. So And we still we still stick around. That's great. You know, um, cemeteries, you know, really are an incredible um, historical um, place. I Sometimes when I'll go to a, a great city, I'll seek out a cemetery and walk around and look at the, um, you know, gravestones and uh, see what's on them. Uh, the uh, There's some very old cemeteries in Gainesville and I, I'm kind of a history buff, and when you you look you look at what's written on the tombstones, you I know, know. You, I know. You, you find out all information, all kind of information. And uh, I've been around Gainesville now 52 years, so a lot of the um, um, folks that are past now, you know, were old friends of mine. And uh, I, you know, whenever there's a historical piece, I really um, kind of enjoy it. So. Um, you wound up becoming a lawyer. Tell us a little bit about your journey uh, into law. So my journey into law started um, when I was in the ninth grade. I attended the Criminal Justice Academy at Newberry High School. Um, I grew up in Newberry for the most part um, of my life. I moved to Gainesville in seventh, eighth grade. Um, but I returned to Newberry in ninth grade, and I was a member of the Criminal Justice Academy. 
I will be speaking at their open house uh, February 3rd. So come out. So we tell you, let's promote it. Let's promote Fe it. Let's February promote it. February 3rd, where is it at? It's going to be at February 3rd at Newberry High School, and I believe it starts at 5 o'clock p.m. So I'll be there speaking um, again. I do it every year. Um, but I started my uh, criminal justice career there, um, and then I dual enrolled into Santa Fe College, and I started college essentially in 11th grade. And after graduating high school, I transitioned to the University of Central Florida in Orlando, and I majored in legal studies. Um, after majoring in legal studies, um, I graduated. I took a year off because I had gone through school, like, straightforward you my entire life. You graduated really early, right? I graduated at 19, I believe, oh 19 God. or 20. I, I think I was, uh, I was focused in on uh, partying at Ohio State back then, uh, you know, when I was 19. <laughs> but uh, you would seem to be like you were uh, driven. I know, I know. So a lot of my friends, were they graduated. I believe my graduation year was 2013, but I was set to graduate 2014. 15, but I graduated two years early. So I started law school one year after graduating um, undergrad. And yeah. where'd you go to law school at? I went to Florida Coastal School of Law in Jacksonville. And did you commute or did you live over there? I relocated to Jacksonville. I loved Jacksonville while I was there. Um, I At Coastal, I was able to gain meaningful uh, experience. I was a member of the clinic so I would do some legal work under uh, the supervision of an attorney. And then my last year, I had completed my uh, required courses. And I was able to transition to Georgia <laughs> um, and where I was at the DAs in DeKalb County. So, I mean, my last year of law school, I spent working. Well, I'm very excited that you uh, have a license to practice in Georgia because Meldon Law is opening a new office uh, in Lake City, and uh, a lot of folks from Valdosta and South Georgia actually you know, come down <laughs> in that direction. And, uh, uh, you know, now we have a lawyer at Meldon Law who's uh, licensed to practice in Georgia, right? Yes, and so, uh, active, too. Active, that's right. Yes. Keep it active because uh, we, we're going to wind up helping the uh, folks uh, from South Georgia as well. So um, you, now... You wound up um, uh, going into the public defender's office yes. in uh, Gainesville, Florida, for a, for the Eighth um, Judicial Circuit, which covers a very large area. Let's talk a little bit about what that experience sure. was like. So I work for Stacy Scott. Um, I want to uh, thank her for the opportunity. I learned a lot under her leadership. Um, I was able to gain meaningful experience. So practicing in Georgia was a bit different um, than the, the way that we do things here. And it's different in different circuits and stuff like that. But here I was able to gain a great relationship with a lot of the attorneys in the area, uh, judges, um, co colleagues, other young attorneys. And we were able to make a, a strong impact. I learned a lot in that role. I think I tried maybe dozen of cases, I believe, you know, first and second chair. Um, I've handled maybe about 1,200 or 1,300 cases. I think that's a lot. You know, I've been practicing now for almost five years. I'm, I'm proud to say that. But in that role, I, you know, I was able to form a solid foundation for my legal career. And for that, I'll forever be thankful for that opportunity. And I learned a lot and I'm still learning. Um, and the journey itself has just been so much fun. I've, I've enjoyed practicing, representing, representing individuals from all over. Um, and I'm, I'm so looking forward to helping Melden Law go to the next level. You know, I'm very um, uh, proud of how Stacy Scott has professionalized our public defender's office here uh, for years and years and years. Uh, yes. I think the public defenders, they worked their butts off and worked really hard However, when they opened up the new public defender office, uh, Stacy really, uh, first of all, I have to commend her because she's the one that pushed that uh, through. Uh, and more awesome. than that, I think she professionalized the public defender's office so that it was, uh, you know, a very top-notch law firm. Yes, yes. I love to call it the law offices of Stacey A. Scott <laughs> because it becomes more real. You'd be surprised, you know, in that role you learn that people don't really recognize that it's an actual firm. 
you know, just a firm that's volunteering to take on a lot more cases uh, for a lower price. And it, there's a lot that comes with the territory, but there are so many hardworking and driven attorneys in that role. And you have no choice but to respect those individuals. Yeah, and, you know, we at Melden Law have always been really good friends with the Public Defender's Office. Stacy and I are personal friends as well, as well as professional friends. And um, she runs the largest criminal defense law firm in yes. the judicial circuit. And uh, because of that, uh, there's a lot of motions that are argued in front of judges. Yes. A lot, a lot of good decisions are made that um, she shares willingly with all of uh, the lawyers. We have the uh, local chapter of the Florida Association of Criminal Defense yes. Lawyers, and uh, the Public Defender's Office should be very well respected. I think the quality of the work that they do uh, stands uh, head and shoulders um, uh, above most of the other public defender's offices in the state of Florida. She is a trailblazer for sure. She goes so hard for uh, everybody, uh, other attorneys, uh, a lot of our clients, um, witnesses. She she really does push for change. So, uh, change. I, you know, I think that that was um, really um, excellent uh, stepping stone as far as being able to transition into representing people uh, in, in the uh, what I call the private sector of uh, uh, criminal defense. Uh, so uh, I know you're excited Super about excited. Uh, jumping in and uh, you know <clears throat> having clients that you can you can actually work on their cases for three or four days at a time instead yes. of uh, having you know. The, the challenge with the public defender's office is you have a lot, a lot more clients, and right. it, it's a, it's it's a, a little different uh, experience. Uh, and in our in the second part of our show today, I want you to uh, you know let's talk about uh, you know what it's like being a criminal defense attorney. What are some of your goals going into you know the private sector uh, of the. Uh, criminal defense and that, uh, you know, what, where you think uh, you're going to be, you know, five years from now, uh, Yolanda means, you know, famous attorney in uh, uh, the eighth judicial circuit and around the state of Florida. We're going to be back in 60 seconds on Melden Law and Friends. We are here at the University of Florida where Albert and Alberta are competing in the Gator penalty shootout. Albert is ready to stop the shot at all costs. What a disaster. Luckily, Melton Law is the only official lawfare partner of the Florida Gator. If you have suffered any injury, do not worry because Melton Law is going to help you with your recovery. Melton Law doesn't back down until they reach their goal. We still hear it. The sound of victory the joy of being part of something great. And while things may not be the same right now, we haven't gone anywhere. If you bleed orange and blue, then Melden Law is the firm for you. Welcome back to Melden Law and friends, I'm Jeffrey Meldon, founder of Meldon Law, and uh, we're very proud to have Yolanda Means on our team now. Uh, Yolanda, uh, you uh, just started with Meldon Law uh, the beginning of January, so uh, I know you're excited to uh, come into the office. Uh, what are some of your thoughts about uh, how, you're, how this is going to be different than what your experience was before? I think that now um, I get the opportunity to explore uh, different ranges, different types of cases. I'm really excited to uh, help out with some personal injury cases because, of course, being in the public sector, I can't do anything that's civil and I'm limited. But I think that there is a lot of room for growth at Meldon, and I'm super excited to take on another challenge. Yeah, you know, um, I've always um, liked 
um, the combination of criminal defense and personal injury because you're dealing with real people whose lives have been turned upside down, whether it's an arrest or being in a serious crash. And what our job as uh, attorneys and counselors is to try to get, not only get them good results, but try to help them along the way so that they don't, because they're freaking out when they come to us usually. For sure. For sure. So I'm super excited. And I really love that um, we do a lot for the community, but we're big on outreach and we actually care about the citizens where I'm from. So I get to, uh, well, the residents, because I won't say citizens, residents in our communities. And we get to get out there and use our platform to help everybody. Yeah, I, I know at uh, Melden Law, we're very uh, proud that we do um, have a culture, a team culture uh, within the office. Uh, you're just getting started, but uh, you're going to see uh, everybody in the office getting together for things like Fan Fest, where we welcome the uh, kids and uh, their parents to uh, all kinds of sporting events. We get involved in the community activities. And by the way, if anybody out there is listening or watching and would like Melden Law to help support their community activity, uh, we take a great deal of pride in doing that. And it's our way of getting to new, know new people as well and uh, sharing uh, our resources. Not only do, do we have, are we willing to donate um, our, our money to uh, help organizations, a lot of times it's just getting our team members involved in what's going on in the community. Uh, we're on all the radio stations. We love uh, promoting it on Law Talk Live. Uh, we're on KISS, we're on MAGIC, we're on uh, SKY, we're on uh, RUF, uh, you know, sports and the all the country stations. So what we want to do is encourage members of the community to look at Melden Law as a resource to help you uh, promote whatever uh, good things that uh, you're doing. So now that uh, you are, you know, showing up at the office and uh, – Doing all of uh, all of this <laughs> stuff that that's different. How do you how do you get the word out to uh, all the friends and family that you have around the community? Well, social media is a huge tool. Um, I did go public. I would say go public with the information that I was joining Melden. I believe I did it towards the latter of the year, so the very end of December, to let people know that hey, this is what we have going on in 2022. Um, and that was a marketing marketing uh, <laughs> mode. You know, I waited to announce it, although we had already, you know, made it official. Um, and now my family, of course, sharing it on social media, every event, you know, because I'm very active in the community myself. And now I have a lot more time to join, the, you know, join other organizations and to, to become more active in those things that I care about. I was at the MLK March yesterday. I went to Citizens Field. I was able to get out, talk to individuals a lot. You'd be surprised at how many people are looking for representation for certain <laughs> things. But I love that we're able to use our platform to help individuals. So we're not just out here uh, talking about it or just announcing that we're the official partners of the Florida Gators. I believe that we actually do those things that we uh, talk about. So we are action-oriented. Um, you know, using using my platform in this capacity has been the biggest blessing, and hopefully for everyone else, but for myself for sure. Yeah, you know, Melden Law was a proud sponsor of the MLK event uh, every year. You know, we always try to uh, make sure that we honor the um, <clears throat> the legacy of uh, Martin Luther King Jr. And I think at at this time, more than any, uh, it's important to. Uh, uh, remember some of the principles that uh, he stood for. Uh, I, I'm very um, excited about um, having you reach out to you know members of the community uh, and let them know we are here uh, to help. And yes. and what I want to tell our listeners and viewers is even if you're not sure that you can afford to hire us, if you uh, you don't know how a personal injury case works or whatever, give us a call. That's one of the things that yes. I tell everybody. We will get on the phone. A real lawyer will get on the phone yes. and talk with you 
and more and talk about you know what your situation is what we think we might be able to do as far as helping you uh what the uh you know what the case is all about uh over the years i'm sure uh you know you've done done that uh in other circumstances sometimes people who are not um, attorneys uh, the system is a mystery to them, and yes. we help. I think one of our roles is to demystify what's yes. going on. <laughs> for sure, for sure. You know, uh, I'm sure that when you talk with people, you know, they they go, "Oh, you're a lawyer," and you know, <laughs> let me pick your brain. Let me ask you something. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh gosh, I'm in the grocery store." <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and and the fact is that even if we don't know the answer, we can steer you in the right direction. Right. Uh, sometimes we have to go back and check things out. I had, uh, you know, somebody call me, you know, today and, you know, they were, they came by the office, matter of fact, you know, an old friend and just being able to sit down and talk with people. Yeah. One, one of the most important things that we can do is to help people get in the right direction. Right. I love that. So a lot of the times, you know, people will, they'll reach out and they're like, oh, can you help me with this? And I'm like, oh, we don't really do that. But I know someone who does. So that makes me feel good because I, I hate feeling, you know, oh, that was a useless phone call or that was pointless. But they'll always follow up with a text message or something and saying, thank you for listening to me or talking. Although we couldn't get anywhere because, you know, X, Y and Z. But you really did help me out just by listening. I mean, sometimes I'm on the phone. 8 o'clock p.m., 10 o'clock p.m., because people are reaching out for help. But if we can't do anything to assist you directly, we definitely will get you in contact with someone who can help. So, And, and one of the things that we really try to do is have um, uh, top-notch team players uh, sure. at, at Melden Law. I, I know you, you're just getting you know, to meet some of the incredible uh, team members. And they, they don't they, back down. They don't back down. <laughs> yeah, and Melvin, we won't back down. We you don't know, back down. Um, you, know, it, you know, the folks that we, I, I mean, in, in the criminal department, it starts with, you know, Abby Knight, who started working with me in 1979, if you can uh, believe that, you know. And uh, Belinda, uh, it, Belinda was... Uh, trained by Abby and Belinda's incredible. She you is. Know. She's awesome. And uh, you know, Sierra, uh, she helps Belinda out, and then we have all these other team members. And I think that's that's one of the things that uh, we like to think that we do differently. There, you know, uh, there's different ways of practicing law. What we try to do is have a team approach rather than just have there's uh there are some situations where you know a lawyer may not be able to um staff up uh the way we do and and it, you can do it it's just a lot more challenging it lightens the load for sure i mean before i you know came to the podcast belinda was helping me out on the way here uh sierra offered she offered um some help but we really do have a huge legal team and they all assist you know i may be the quarterback who may have someone on on the line i don't know but it, it makes your job and your life a lot easier so yeah I'm and having for the somebody team. like ian pickens uh ian as your partner awesome. doesn't hurt ian is my co-counsel that's my partner i love ian he's so amazing you know it's kind he's of so cool amazing. in our offices i i i've been doing criminal defense you know for 50 years and then my son carrie he's been doing it for uh, 17 years, and then Ian, he, he's been doing it for 10 or 12 years, and what we try to do is kind of pass down, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the gavel or whatever it is, <laughs> you know, from one to another. Right. So we're very excited um, that um, you're, you know, part of the team now, yes. and that we look <clears throat> forward to uh, delivering top-notch legal representation, whether it's a criminal defense, personal injury. And again, uh, if, if there's any problem that folks have, we want to we wanna help them get in the right direction. We're super easy to find. You look around, we're on the buses, we're on the commercials, we're on social media. I mean, you go to University of Florida Gaines, we're there. Um, just reach out and we have a great team who's willing to help. And this year we will be going to the very next level uh, and taking it up a notch. Well, thank you very much, Yolanda Means, for joining us at Melden Law and Friends. And we'll be back 
next week for another episode. Thank you very much for listening and viewing.